Uh, we take a bit of a different uh, take now or take a different turn. We speak to Tembi Safagode, who is a senior research fellow at the Africa-Asia Dialogues. So Pakistan has suspended mobile calls and data services as millions head to the polls to vote in uh, a new government. The country is also on high alert with heavy security presence at the polling stations across the country. Voting ends at 5 o'clock local time. Strict rules around election coverage, including what can be said about candidates campaigning and opinion polls, remain in place until a minute until 23.59 local time, that is just before midnight. Yesterday, two bomb explosions near candidates' offices in Pakistan's province, Balkhistan, killed at least 28 people and wounded dozens. So following these developments, the big question is, will these elections be declared free and fair? Tembisa Fakude now joining us on the line. Tembisa, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. What are the possibilities of declaring the elections free and fair, but also taking into consideration um, what has happened to Imran Khan and his conviction? Well, the uh, possibilities of declaring this trend, of course, are almost nil because of what has been happening leading to these elections, including um, suppression of uh, basic freedoms and the jail, the opposition in the form of Imran Khan, the violence that has been continual since the announcement of elections. Uh, so that is not is not likely, therefore, that we're going to have declaration at least by the independent observers that is going to be free and fair but what what is going to be happening post these elections which is likely of course uh Shabazz and nawaz are likely to be sharif that is they're they're likely we don't know at the moment who which brother is going to be the prime minister but they're likely to win and the challenges are big for pakistan post these elections particularly economic challenges and the violence that continues to um to engulf the country so um, you know, many people are viewing this with the attention it deserves, particularly the Pakistanis who don't know what's going to happen, whether there's going to be post-election violence or there's going to be further cracking down on basic freedoms, as it's been the case before these elections. Yeah. For people who are watching outside and looking at what's happening at Pakistan, what are some of the critical aspects do you think that we should be taking note of as these elections still go ahead despite the violence? Well, they're supposed to finish about two or so hours ago, just 12 GMT today. Um, but I think what what we need to look at is that, you know, the, the suppression of, of, of uh, political participation in the form of, at least in Pakistan, the arrest of Imran Khan, is certainly going to uh, put a dent on these elections. Uh, we've seen this kind of trend happening around the world, by the way, where mm. uh, you know, others will argue that what's happening in the United States with Donald Trump, notwithstanding the realities there, that the Democrats' uh, continual attempt to suppress Donald Trump is basically the same as what has happened in, in Pakistan. But, you know, you can't really compare what's happening in the U.S. to, 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 uh, to Pakistan, but it's almost similar, where an opponent who's likely to win elections is suppressed for one reason or another. So that's what's happening in Pakistan, and I think it's a lesson to all of us in the world um, that, you know, uh, these kind of things have to be stopped. But the only way you can stop them, by the way, is putting people on the street and people insisting that, uh, you know, due processes and uh, free and fair elections take place. Yeah. The United Nations right to office saying that they are concerned about um, the elections in Pakistan. Is that enough? Is there anything more um, that could come from world bodies, multilateral national bodies, multinational bodies like the United Nations when it comes to issues like these? No, nothing. I don't think the United Nations can do anything about it if they fail to stop the war in Gaza. I don't think they can do anything in Pakistan. And at the moment, Pakistan has got support of powerful countries such as Saudi Arabia. And, um, 
in the region where you know um, impunity rules politics you are likely to have anyone at the moment i mean they don't speak to india which is the most powerful neighbor so india wouldn't uh, want to get involved in pakistani politics afghanistan is almost a you know a, a non-functioning state so none of the neighbors can put pressure um, so correctly so you'll expect that the multilateral platforms would put pressure but given the power and the the influence that the united nation has had or displayed over the past couple of couple of years on very very urgent international issues one wonder and i don't think we'll have any pressure coming from 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 the united nations perhaps the only country that might have an influence and and and, and pressure put pressure on the pakistani government would be united united states but even united states has shown reluctance over the past couple of months in terms of it getting involved in pakistan Thank you so much for your time. Tembi Safakude, Senior Research Fellow at the Africa-Asia Dialogue.